Hello and welcome to PCOM Perspectives. I'm your host, Dr. Jay Feldstein, and today we're talking with Marcin Pickron Davis, PhD, about PCOM's award-winning diversity efforts. Diversity is a core component to our institutional identity and a key pillar of our 2020 strategic vision. Recently, PCOM was the recipient of the Health Profession's Higher Education Excellence and Diversity Award from Insight into Diversity magazine, the oldest and largest diversity-focused publication in higher education. The HEAT Award recognizes U.S. colleges and universities that demonstrate an outstanding commitment to diversity and inclusion. This year marks the fifth consecutive year PCOM has won this award. Welcome, Dr. Pickeron Davis. Thank you for being here today. Why is it important to train a diverse group of healthcare professionals in today's world? Thank you for inviting me to participate in this podcast, Dr. Feldstein. Let's begin with the data. Based on demographic data from the U.S. News and World Report, 6% of African Americans are physicians and surgeons. Although Hispanics are the fastest growing population, only 4.6% practice medicine. Since minority health professions are more likely to practice in underrepresented and vulnerable communities, a more diverse physician workforce helps improve access to health care. According to projections by the Pew Research Center, by 2050, half of Americans will be people of color. As our population diversifies, we need to be intentional about diversifying the physician workforce. The research tells us that health disparities are mitigated when patients experience a sense of affinity with their physician. I recently read an article about a study conducted in 2018 in Oakland, California, with 1,300 black men who were randomly assigned to either a black male doctor or a non-black male doctor at the same clinic. Before meeting their doctors, the patients selected preventative screening tests they would like, such as blood pressure, diabetes, and cholesterol screenings. All patients initially chose roughly the same screenings, however, after a conversation with their assigned doctor, a significant number of black men assigned with the black physician were more likely to follow through with the screenings as compared to those assigned to a non-black doctor. The study also found that black men paired with black doctors were also more likely to discuss their other health problems and that black doctors wrote more notes about their patients. Another example is that a growing number of younger women show a preference for female practitioners, perhaps because there's a shared affinity and connection. So when patients experience an affinity with their physician because of shared language, culture, race, or gender, there's a sense of connection which results in better health outcomes. What are some of our newest initiatives to bring underrepresented groups into our student population, and how have they been successful? On all three campuses, PCOM hosts several pipeline initiatives that target underrepresented middle and high school students. In Philadelphia, we also partner with community-based organizations. These pipelines aim to expose young people to careers in healthcare. Our hope is to encourage them to see themselves as future physicians, pharmacists, physical therapists, and physician assistants. They interface with current students of color at the college who look like them because we know that representation matters to change the demographics of the workforce. What I am most excited about is a new initiative we piloted during the summer in partnership with Cabrini University, which is an emerging Hispanic-serving institution. 
We share the same dream to address the absence of African-American and Hispanic males in medicine. We created a summer undergraduate research experience for underrepresented males interested in careers in medicine. The initiative offered students an opportunity to conduct scientific research with faculty mentors to broaden their research skills and to experience what a graduate school has to offer. We plan to grow this initiative and to offer this experience annually to underrepresented males at Cabrini. How do we document our success? We collect data on our programs to track learning outcomes. We've learned that when students are exposed to careers in medicine, they expand their knowledge beyond seeing themselves as a doctor or a nurse. In particular, our students learn about the field of osteopathic medicine as another pathway to careers in healthcare. Rates of African-American and Latino individuals in health and science fields are consistently low. What are some of the barriers preventing more diversity in these fields, and how can medical schools work to overcome them? For first-generation students in particular, lower MCAT scores can be a barrier. The cost to take the MCAT prep course in addition to medical school application fees are often cost prohibitive. To address this barrier, a number of medical schools have shifted to a holistic review as part of the admissions process. PCOM admissions process is also holistic and considers applicants who bring the qualities we desire in physicians. The lack of underrepresented faculty is also a barrier because representation matters. At schools where there are underrepresented faculty, they are positioned to foster a sense of community, belonging, and mentoring for underrepresented students. There needs to be intentionality and an institutional investment in attracting and widening our pool to underrepresented faculty. For example, recognizing the importance of attracting underrepresented faculty to our South Georgia campus, we developed and implemented a recruitment strategy that successfully resulted in diverse faculty. In conversations with other chief diversity officers in allied health, we are also aware that another barrier is the lack of access to social capital for first-generation students. What I mean is, for example, the lack of access to mentors or family members in medicine who can guide them through the application process, or the lack of connections to that professional who can provide a meaningful gap year experience that positions them to be competitive during their candidacy. Dr. Feldstein, as a former practicing physician, how do you think a diverse healthcare workforce can improve patient outcomes? No, I, I think you touched on this answer. Uh, to our first question that I asked you, why is it important to train a diverse group of healthcare professionals? People are more comfortable with healthcare professionals, whether it's doctors, physician's assistants, physical therapists, anybody who look like them and can relate to them culturally. They're more prone to give an accurate history. They're more prone to follow advice. They're more prone to take their medications as directed. There's increased percentages of adherence. And with that, you get better health outcomes. So it's not rocket science. You know, people like to be with people who look like them, who talk like them, who are, have cultural similarities. How does PCOM's commitment to diversity dovetail with its osteopathic heritage? One, from a, an admission standpoint, we've always been holistic. We've always taken a holistic approach to patient care, and we take a holistic approach to our admissions process as well. And I, I, I think when you look back in the history of the osteopathic profession, 
PCOM graduated the first African-American female in the history of the osteopathic profession, which was Meta Christie. And I, I think it was, what, 1905? 21. 1921? Mm -hmm. I was only off by 16 years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, you know, it's important, and it's part of our heritage. And we've always had a commitment to admitting diverse populations, especially African-American women and men. So I think it's very consistent with the osteopathic heritage. I think the challenge all medical schools face is an adequate college talent pool. And the lack of African-American males specifically. It seems that we don't have the same issues with African-American females, but we do have an issue as a society with African-American males. And like we're doing here, and most other medical schools are doing, we need to make a concerted effort through pipeline programs to recruit African-American males and minority Latino males as well. How would you like to see diversity efforts change or improve over the next five to 10 years at PCOM? We need to continue to build on our firm foundation. And as much as we pay a lot of attention to and stress our student body from a diversity standpoint, we really need to work on faculty. We have a very diverse staff, but we need to work on faculty. And I think the same issues we face in the medical application pool, we face in the PhD science pool of a limited applicant pool. So we need to really be proactive and search for qualified minority faculty. And we need to be really intent and purposeful in that regard. And I think, you know, we'll accomplish that in the next five to 10 years. And I've always said, ultimately, you'll know we're successful in diversity when we no longer require an office of diversity, when it's just part of everyday life. And what we really want to get to is diversity of thought, where we get past skin color, religion, geography, underrepresented minorities, where it's just, you know, we all think differently, and that makes for a vibrant campus. So uh, I really like to thank you, Dr. Pickeron Davis. We at PCOM strive to train culturally competent and caring health professionals that will work to improve the lives of those in the communities in which they serve. We are creating learning environments that celebrate and support differing ideas, viewpoints, and backgrounds, ensuring our students develop the critical thinking and citizenship skills that will ultimately help them provide the best possible care to their own patients. To listen to past episodes of this podcast and become a subscriber, visit our SoundCloud page or find us on iTunes by searching Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine. I'm Jay Feldstein, and this has been PCOM Perspectives.